I'm Justin Roberts of BizNews, and with me today is Omnia CEO, Seelan Gobblesamy. Seelan, Omnia has been in the news recently for a lot of good things going on in the company. You released results today. Can you just talk us through some of the highlights in those results and the progress you guys have made over the last two years or so? Great. Thanks, Justin, and thanks for having me, and good evening and good afternoon to all your listeners. Um, I think the first thing to say, it's a particularly pleasing set of results. Uh, what we're able to show is significant top-line growth. We've had a few reporting cycles where we've uh, restructured, uh, focused on redesigning our business, and that's increased profits, increased middle line and bottom line. But for the first time now, we're showing volume growth, we're showing customer growth, and we're showing top-line growth. Our revenue grew by 31%, and that in turn resulted in us doubling profits, doubling our headline earnings, more than doubling our headline earnings, and a very, very strong cash position. Uh, for the first half of the year, we normally uh, use cash, use working capital. What we've actually done in this first six months of the year is generated cash uh, in our business. It's uh, strengthened our balance sheet further. And that excludes a, a very robust execution and sale of our Mongo business, which will generate another billion rands worth of cash in the second half of the year. There's a lot of moving parts at Omnia. It's a very interesting company. Can you just tell us about what service or good you guys offer to the market? Brilliant. And, and thanks for asking me that question. I think there's, you know, what Omnia is, is a diversified chemicals business. So really what we do is we've got a, an agriculture business and a mining business. And in the agriculture business, we pr provide end-to-end -end technology, uh, fertilizer, speciality fertilizer, and various applications into the agriculture and farming market. Uh, we help farmers test the soil, uh, test the soil conditions. We test the, the leaf sap of the plants. And really we partner with farmers and growers to ensure that they have precision uh, farming, that they have uh, enhanced crop yield, and they have a great quality of, of crop uh, in, into the long term. From a mining perspective, uh, we've got a business called BME, and that provides explosives uh, into the mining sector. We do that in on the African continent. We do that in, uh, in Canada, Indonesia, in Australia. And in essence, there we provide uh, explosives all the way from bulk explosives that we pump into the ground to packaged explosives in the old days, Justin, that would have been called a dynamite. Um, uh, the technology that links all of that together, uh, the app, uh, uh, the, 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 the software, uh, the booster packs and the detonators. So that's the, the mining part. We also have a chemicals business that provides uh, bulk chemicals into the manuf manufacturing sector called Protea Chemicals. And then added to that, uh, the Mongo business is a base oils and additives uh, fuels business. And that's the one that we uh, have disinvested from in the current period. Celine, you're the man that's been credited with the turnaround at Omnia. But your background is financial services. How does a financial services guru turn around a fertilizer business? <laughs> yeah, Justin, I don't think any one person can be credited for a turnaround. You know, uh, this turnaround has been uh, in, in incredibly rewarding for, for all of our stakeholders. But I think the credit should go to the 4,200 staff, uh, the board, the management, and all of our stakeholders. I think it's great to see an old company like Omnia, a company started in 1953 by two entrepreneurial founders that has moved from a, a very awkward position of spiraling debt, needing to do a rights issue, 
all the way now to move from a, a 2 billion rand market cap a few years ago to more than 10 billion and there's still lots more to come. So I think credit should go uh, to the teams at Omnia and really all I am is, uh, is, the, is, the, is the spice on top of it, um, you know, uh, creating the dream, creating the vision and, uh, and, and aligning all of us to a common purpose and a common goal. There was a tax issue that was announced on SENS not so long ago. It wasn't raised in the results now. Can you just elaborate on what the issue is exactly and where you guys are in terms of knowing the quantum of that liability? Yeah, so the, the, we've got an issue with SARS um, that has been fully disclosed in uh, our year-end uh, results. Uh, it was in our long form. It's in our financials. And it uh, it is also fully disclosed now in our results. So, you know, shareholders can look at our investor pack. There's a specific slide on that that IFD went through uh, this morning. In essence, uh, we have a dispute with SARS around uh, tax years 2014 to 2016. Um, we've lodged a, 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 an oblig- a, a dispute uh, around that, and uh, we've submitted that to SARS. And um, SARS is also uh, reviewing that and will come back to us in due course around that. I think a few things to state. One, you know, Omnia will be a, a responsible corporate citizen. So we will look to solve this amicably with the fiscus and ensure that uh, we do what's right. You know, two, uh, we are prudent in terms of our cash and, and keeping cash aside and, and paying what needs to be paid. And three, you know, we will provide uh, open and transparent disclosure on this matter as it unfolds. We will act in the interest of our company, our shareholders and the fiscus to make sure the matter is resolved uh, timelessly. Omnia has gone from having a very shaky balance sheet to a very strong balance sheet in a short period of time. Where do the opportunities lie going forward? Can we expect acquisitions or is it going to be more organic growth into the future? Yeah. So let me let me first say that, you know, our balance sheet is incredibly strong at the moment. So, you know, we uh, we don't have any debt. Uh, we've got access to, uh, to to debt, you know, and we've got a, a, a cash pile and more more coming in. So the first thing is there are three things that we are investing in currently. We're expanding our business in Australia. It's a great business. It's got great product. It's an agri-bio business. We're expanding the distribution in that business into India, Egypt, uh, the EU, the US, uh, and uh, Brazil and South America. We brought those products into the East Coast, into East Africa, and to South Africa. So that's our first drive. We will continue to invest in that business. We've expanded the plant. We now have 40% additional capacity, and we'll keep growing our business in, in Australia. The second uh, thrust and the second area where we're expanding is in Indonesia. Uh, we're building out our explosives business in Indonesia. We've got a great partner there, and we've set capital aside to do that. The third area where we're expanding is in Canada um, via our explosives business as well. Uh, we've got a great partner in Canada, Consbeck, the largest drill and blast company in Canada, and we've set aside capital to expand there as well. All three of these initiatives uh, have been budget, budgeted for, have been been planned for in a very systematic, robust manner. So we've looked at return on capital. We looked at our bandwidth. We looked at uh, the way we can add value in those markets. And we're absolutely convicted it's the right thing to do. Beyond that, I guess we're exploring opportunities in Australia. 
uh, in the, on the explosive side. And we're also looking locally at, uh, at businesses that can enhance our uh, supply chain, that can enhance our, the value we add to into the agriculture and the mining market. And should the right initiative uh, and the right opportunity come by, we will assess it based on uh, a return on capital, based on value we can add to the biz- businesses and generate. And um, at the appropriate time, we will tell our shareholders and the market about those initiatives. How important are the commodities and chemicals prices to the underlying business earnings of the business, i.e. how cyclical is Omnia as a company? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, the the biggest success we've shown in the last six months um, and the last 18 months has really been our agility around uh, supply chain disruption, around shortages in inputs and around increases in demand. And you see that um, our results are impacted by two things. The first thing is increase in volumes. So we've increased the, our level of sales and then, you know, an increase in our level of sales due to commodity prices. So we have got a cyclical business. We have got a long business cycle. But I think what we're demonstrating is we have the ability to manage that well and we have the ability to grow beyond just uh, the tide of, of commodity prices. Commodity prices are important. Um, I think it's uh, what's more important right now, though, is a lack of supply. You know, farmers and mines really want the fertilizer and the explosives on the farms and at the mine site. You know, they cannot afford the disruption we've seen in the Suez Canal, in ports, rail infrastructure and road infrastructure. And that's where Omnia really comes uh, to be very, very successful and really add value to these mines uh, and our growers to ensure that they have the feedstock that's needed to plant um, and to blast uh, timelessly. So commodity prices are important, but I guess, you know, it's important that um, that we think about uh, what we do as commodity prices are high and as commodity prices come down or are lower and we are a sustainable business through these various cycles. 